0: Episode 20 While praising the prudence and moderation of the magistrates who oversaw the shutting up of houses, the author nevertheless continues his condemnation of the practice as ineffective and unfair. Yes, he says, if all and only infected persons could be quarantined, the method would have been effective. But he allows us how the disease appeared to have been spread insensibly between persons who appeared completely healthy, which was quite true, inasmuch as it was the bite of a flea, not person-to-person contact, that was the principal vector of transmission. But in any case, the quarantine didn't work that way, and the sick were indiscriminately sequestered with their entire household, with ill effects for them all. If ever there were an unfortunate example, it's a family in a house in Whitechapel who just can't catch a break. This family had a maid who was erroneously diagnosed with the plague, so the household was quarantined for 40 days. Examiners arrived near the end of that period, found that one family member had a fever, and quarantined them for another 40 days. One by one, the family fell ill from various ailments, most associated with being shut up in their home, and the quarantines were extended again until, on a subsequent visit, the author says, it was the examiner himself who introduced the plague into the household and they all died. This episode also gives some small details of the relationship between family shut up and the watchers posted to keep them there. As you might imagine, these relationships were not in the main cordial, and the life of a watchman was not of a sort to inspire pity. Included here are some observations on the process of reassigning watchmen accused of neglecting their duties and harassing the family. One thing, it is to be observed, was owing principally to the prudence of the magistrates, and ought to be mentioned in their honour, that is, the moderation which they used in the great and difficult work of shutting up of houses. It is true, as I have mentioned, that the shutting up of houses was a great subject of discontent, and I may say, indeed, the only subject of discontent among the people at that time, for the confining the sound in the same house with the sick was counted very terrible, and the complaints of people so confined were very grievous. They were heard into the very streets, and they were sometimes such that called for resentment, though oftener for compassion. They had no way to converse with any of their friends, but out of their windows, where they would make such piteous lamentations as often moved the hearts of those they talked with, and of others who, passing by, heard their story, And as those complaints oftentimes reproach the severity and sometimes the insolence of the watchmen placed at their doors, those watchmen would answer saucily enough, and perhaps be apt to affront the people who were in the street talking to the said families, for which, or for their ill treatment of the families, I think seven or eight of them in several places were killed. I know not whether I should say murdered or not, because I cannot enter into the particular cases." It's true the watchmen were on their duty, and acting in the post where they were placed by a lawful authority, and killing any public legal officer in the execution of his office is always, in the language of the law, called murder. But as they were not authorized by the magistrate's instructions, or by the power they acted under, to be injurious or abusive, either to the people who were under their observation or to any that concerned themselves for them, so when they did so, they might be said to act themselves, not their office, to act as private persons, not as persons employed. And consequently, if they brought mischief upon themselves by such an undue behavior, that mischief was upon their own heads, and indeed they had so much the hearty curses of the people, whether they deserved it or not, that whatever befell them, nobody pitied them, and everybody was apt to say they deserved it, whatever it was. Nor do I remember that anybody was ever punished, at least to any considerable degree, for whatever was done to the watchmen that guarded their houses. What variety of stratagems were used to escape and get out of the houses thus shut up, by which the watchmen were deceived or overpowered, and that the people got away, I have already taken notice of, and shall say no more to that. But I say the magistrates did moderate and ease families upon many occasions in this case, and particularly in that of taking away, or suffering to be removed, the sick persons out of such houses when they were willing to be removed either to a pest house or other places. And sometimes giving the well persons in the family so shut up, leave to remove upon information given that they were well, and that they would confine themselves in such houses where they went so long as should be required of them. The concern also of the magistrates for the supplying such poor families as were infected-I say, supplying them with necessaries, as well physic as food-was very great, and in which they did not content themselves with giving the necessary orders to the officers appointed; but the aldermen in person and on horseback frequently rode to such houses, and caused the people to be asked at their windows whether they were duly attended or not, also whether they wanted anything that was necessary, and if the officers had constantly carried their messages and fetched them such things as they wanted or not, and if they answered in the affirmative, all was well. But if they complained that they were ill-supplied, and that the officer did not do his duty, or did not treat them civilly, they, the officers, were generally removed, and others placed in their stead. It is true such complaint might be unjust, and if the officer had such argument to use as would convince the magistrate that he was right, and that the people had injured him, he was continued, and they reproved. But this part could not well bear a particular inquiry, for the parties could very ill be heard well, and answered in the street from the windows, as was the case then. The magistrates, therefore, generally chose to favor the people and remove the man, as what seemed to be the least wrong and of the least ill consequence seeing if the watchman was injured, yet they could easily make him amends by giving him another post of the like nature. But if the family was injured, there was no satisfaction could be made to them, the damage perhaps being irreparable as it concerned their lives. A great variety of these cases frequently happened between the watchman and the poor people shut up, besides those I formerly mentioned about escaping. Sometimes the watchmen were absent, sometimes drunk, sometimes asleep when the people wanted them, and such never failed to be punished severely, as indeed they deserved. But after all that was or could be done in these cases, the shutting up of houses so as to confine those that were well with those that were sick had very great inconvenience in it, and some that were very tragical, and which merited to have been considered if there had been room for it. But it was authorized by law, it had the public good in view as the end chiefly aimed at, and all the private injuries that were done by the putting in an execution must be put to the account of the public benefit. It is doubtful to this day whether, in the whole, it contributed anything to the stop of the infection, and indeed I cannot say it did, for nothing could run with greater fury and rage than the infection did when it was in its chief violence, though the houses infected were shut up exactly and as effectually as was possible. Certain it is that if all the infected persons were effectually shut in, no sound person could have been infected by them, because they could not have come near them. But the case was this, and I shall only touch it here, namely, that the infection was propagated insensibly, and by such persons as were not visibly infected, who neither knew who they infected, or who they were infected by. A house in Whitechapel was shut up for the sake of one infected maid, who had only spots, not the tokens come out upon her, and recovered. Yet these people obtained no liberty to stir, neither for air or exercise, forty days. Want of breath, fear, anger, vexation, and all the other gifts attending such an injurious treatment cast the mistress of the family into a fever, and visitors came into the house and said it was the plague, though the physicians declared it was not. However, the family were obliged to begin their quarantine anew on the report of the visitors or examiner, though their former quarantine wanted but a few days of being finished. This oppressed them so with anger and grief, and, as before, straitened them also so much as to room, and for want of breathing and free air, that most of the family fell sick, one of the distemper, one of another chiefly scorbutic ailments, only one a violent colic, till, after several prolongings of their confinement, some or other of those that came in with visitors to inspect the persons that were ill, in hopes of releasing them, brought the distemper with them, and infected the whole house, and all or most of them died, not of the plague as really upon them before, but of the plague that those people brought with them, who should have been careful to have protected them from it, and this was a thing which frequently happened, and was indeed one of the worst consequences of shutting houses up. I had about this time a little hardship put upon me, which I was at first greatly afflicted at, and very much disturbed about, though, as it proved, it did not expose me to any disaster, and this was being appointed by the Alderman of Port Ward, one of the examiners of the houses in the precinct where I lived. We had a very large parish, and had no less than eighteen examiners, as the order called us. The people called us visitors. I endeavored with all my might to be excused from such an employment, and used many arguments with the alderman's deputy to be excused. Particularly, I alleged that I was against shutting up houses at all, and that it would be very hard to oblige me to be an instrument in that which was against my judgment and which I did verily believe would not answer the end it was intended for. But all the abatement I could get was only that, whereas the officer was appointed by my lord mayor to continue two months, I should be obliged to hold it but three weeks, on condition nevertheless that I could then get some other sufficient housekeeper to serve the rest of the time for me, which was, in short, but a very small favor, it being very difficult to get any man to accept of such an employment, that was fit to be entrusted with it.